What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Consequence Podcast Network. You're really good at this. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no idea what's happening. It's a what podcast? High five. High five. Uh, Brad, Barry Porter, Lord Taco. Lord Taco, very festive today. Look at that. Thank you. Thank you. You are, you're like a young Santa. You even look like Santa. <laughs> I'm getting there. One of these days. Alcoholic Santa. Alcoholic yeah. Santa, yeah. Uh, today's high five, very exciting. Uh, when you uh, look around, especially right now when you're talking rumor season and how bands get booked and uh, how they get from one stage and then progress to the next. Uh, today's high five sort of uh, addresses that, Barry Corder. Yes, absolutely. We talked to Allie and John from uh, Arrival Artists. They work with C3. If you remember, we go back. This was not long after we talked about Force Majeure. The, uh, the the legal term that we'd never heard of. This was during the pandemic, and so we were all kind of curious how we were going to come out of it. And uh, we thought, you know, let's just go find out people who actually do this for a living instead of talking to, you know, idiots like us. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, hey! they did a terrific job of setting us straight, me especially, mm-hmm. Because I'd spent years talking about, like I knew what I was talking about, about how they booked, you know, within a certain radius. And Allie was pretty quick to set me straight. And uh, Uh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. Uh, What I loved about Allie coming on the show was uh, she sent us an email uh, before. She goes, yeah, I've been listening to the podcast, although you guys get some things right. Uh, You get so much wrong. Uh, (laughs) Let me come on the show and tell you everything you need to know. Thank God she did because it was a master class on how some of this works. So today's high five, Allie and John from C3 Arrival Artists. Uh, Let's do it. What do you say? I'm in. Let's go. All right. Let's go. All right, so let me let, let's start from let's start from the from the seed and the ground. 
Um, yeah. You have a band like Mount Joy. Let's just use Mount Joy as an example because we have mutual friends there. So yeah. Mount Joy wants to go on tour. Mm-hmm. How do they find you? And why do they find you? And for how long do you work for them? Well, we're we're one of the only people in the industry that doesn't have a contract. So bands can leave us at any time that they want. Um, but generally speaking, um, we all kind of tend to sign artists that have teams in place. So a manager that I already work with will approach me about a new act or a record label that I do a lot of business with will say, hey, we just signed this new act. Um, or we'll find it on our own A&R where we'll find an act through a Spotify playlist or from a mutual friend. We'll listen to we'll like it. And then we'll start to spread it out throughout the industry and we'll send it around to labels and managers that we like and try mm-hmm. to create teams of people that way. You know, n- not very often to to something completely unattached do, you, do any of us end up working with. I got you. And so when Mount Joy calls you and you say, okay, w- is the first question that you ask them is what's your budget? No, never. Okay. So what are you asking of them? What are you needing from them? What is your goal for a band like Mount Joy? Who, you well, know, you could really probably. just the talent. I just need to listen to it and hear the music and think the songs are catchy and think other people are going to like it. And then whenever I'm going to sign an act too, I think, can I see this band one day selling 3000 tickets in every major market? That's kind of, I, I like to look at it that way. I mean, I didn't used to earlier on my career. Certainly, I was never thinking that way. Early early days, you would think like, "Well, you're from Chicago. Can you sell 200 tickets in Minneapolis, in Min, in Milwaukee, in Madison, right. Wisconsin, and in Indianapolis? And if you can, then it's time for you to get a booking agent." But but nowadays, you know that that's kind of that's long gone. Hmm. Um, people are getting booking agents from signing one act. Is it? That you guys know your um, territories. I mean, do you, do you think about an act with what you just said? I know Minneapolis. I know Nashville. I know whatever your routes. Do you think these will work here? Are there multiple routes that you think that that might work? Do- yeah, generally speaking, when we try to when we sign an artist, we're trying to sign them for the whole world aside from Europe. So we'll work in Australia, we'll work in South America, we'll work in Asia, um, you know, Canada, um, you know, all those places. And every band is different. I mean, um, for a band that is coming from Australia, who is on a major label, you're thinking about them because, you know, by, by default, the band coming from another country is already a worldwide band. So you're thinking about them here in terms of Seattle and Portland and San Francisco and Los Angeles and Denver and Chicago and Minneapolis and Toronto and New York and Boston and D.C. and the big, big cities, you know, like where the MLB teams play, or, you know, but with a local jam band who is not international, anything but international, um, who has, you know, inconsistent but tangible pockets of fans everywhere. You look at those bands in more terms of like New York City and Albany and Buffalo and Rochester and Mm -hmm. State College, Pennsylvania and Philadelphia and Pittsburgh and D.C. and Grand Rapids and Detroit, you know, and you can – 
book them more. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, so they're, they're generally speaking, those bands who are more reliant on creating revenue on the road play more shows a year because of it. And you have to kind of uh, get really granular with where you play them. And that's where that tacticalness of the routing comes in, where if you're playing Chicago, you don't want to play um, Milwaukee, Milwaukee on the floor. You play Chicago in in the middle of September, you wait to go on sale in, in Milwaukee until after that show plays. That's in the middle of December. You don't play Indianapolis and Bloomington, you know, at the same time, but you play them. Um, so there's a huge difference. And there's a, those are two extreme examples, the Australian international band and the local jam band. Those are two mm-hmm. polar opposites of approach. And there's a whole spectrum of approach in there based on the artist um, how much activity they have going on with their streaming on the radio, how reliant they are on the road. You know, are they a band that develops on the road? Are they a band that doesn't develop on the road? Do they stay home and wait for the streams to kind of artificially pump them up? And then you just go out and they're already in a bus before they ever had to, you know, pay their dues. Okay. So, but okay. I'll start with the the larger question, and then I'll try to to needle it down a little bit. Is your version of success a certain number per night? Is your version of success well? We got them to seventy five percent capacity a night, um, and then even further, the next step through this is since you've gone through all of this all for so many times, and and you've worked with every possible uh, genre of artist and level of genre of artist, are those paths and those positions from point A to point B to point C across the country, are they already pretty much well-worn and you can already see the tour before it's even, you know, uh, in your mind, before it's even set up? Yes. Okay. For an artist like I represent um, Dweezil Zappa, who is my longest standing client. I've, I've represented him since 1996 and he plays a hundred shows a year and it's like precision. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some tours, I, I could just look, I could book him twice a year, eight weeks at a pop. And some of them he'll play New York city on one tour. And then the next tour he'll come back and he'll play Morristown, New Jersey and Englewood, New Jersey, which break alleys, hundred mile rule. And <laughs> Prairietown, New York, where I, where I am now. And then, you know, and then 18 muscle pass and then he'll play New York again. And then the next time after that, he'll play, Neptune, New Jersey. And, you know, so it's, there is a, there is an approach there that is pretty much laid out for an established mm-hmm. artist, you know, yeah. where the markets that they do well, you know, you know, the markets that they, that they don't do well, you know? And so you're, you're, you find success in, in a band that's not got that well-worn path that already has an established thing. Your, your level of success is what, if, they're not going to meet the goal of 3000, you know, tickets sold. I think just selling out whatever capacity their tour is booked in is success. So if you have an, you know, a brand new artist, you usually put them through kind of the 200 caps, you know, they might headline at the high watt, you know? Um, So all, all across the country. So if they sell out all of those venues on their first tour, success. And then, and then it is your, it is your, you probably feel personally responsible putting those kind of people in the right rooms. 
Absolutely. you know, the, the first round through AJR's, you know, touring life, you know, is much different than AJR if they put out a tour tomorrow, right? Um, where they're in a, the, a theater of 1500 probably now, you know, when they did my dopey running of the Chihuahuas in Chattanooga, Tennessee for a couple of hundred people, uh, that was, it, it's a much different world and it is probably where you find the most pleasure as, as a professional finding those exact right spots for them to succeed and sell out, right? Sure. Okay. Part, part of it is also when you book an artist in any city at any venue, uh, an artist that has upward trajectory that is wants to grow bigger than they are, you want to grow them bigger than they are. A big part of the decision making is where you're going from where you are. So when you book an artist in a venue, you are absolutely considering where the next venue is after that, what the next step is and what the ultimate destination is. You know, if your destination is, you know, uh, the ceiling is, you know, everybody wants to get to Madison Square Garden, for example, you know, the thought of how to get there really does start not necessarily with the very first gig, but once you start selling out venues, you start thinking about the tempo at which you're playing a city like New York and the venue and your promoter partner. It's not just who's going to pay me the most and where's the right place to play for now. It's how do we get the steps up to get to where we want to go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's a What Podcast High Five from Season 3. Was that Season 3, Lord Taco? Season 4. Oh, Allie and John from C3. Uh, how do I listen to the whole episode if I'm not a technological wizard like uh, Mr. Russ Jackson is? You can listen on your podcast app. Um, you probably mm. have to scroll down a little bit, but you can go to the What Podcast mm -hmm. and click on High Fives, High Five Clips. Ooh. It, it, in the website, though, don't you have like a search feature? Can't I like mm -hmm. uh, go in like uh, clickety-clack on uh, there and look up Allie and John? Yeah, you can search them by name. Oh. You can look at that. You can look at the list of guests we've had. There's uh -huh. there's there's several ways to do it. I know mm. uh, I know Brad. You spend hours on our website. Oh yes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Just to let people Every, know, not only uh -huh. yeah, not only can you find it alphabetically by guest, but uh, Taco has uh, spent a good bit of time. You can look at the text. You can actually read. Mm. Now it's not. I'm not going to be doing any of that. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a struggle because it's you know there's no punctuation in paragraphs or sometimes, but mm -hmm. it's pretty cool to have and uh, that's really neat. Plus, you can buy merch. So if you need a you know Ooh, never not merch. great T-shirt. Oh my God! What a great Christmas gift. Yeah. Thank you. You are there you making go. Christmas dreams come true. There you go. Uh, also, uh, rate, review uh, the podcast on all your uh, podcast platforms. Anything else for today? Uh, and, we, and uh, uh, you know, we don't talk about YouTube much, but if you uh, if you haven't been watching it on YouTube, come come give it a like, come subscribe. Mm -hmm. um, you can see all of our beautiful faces. 
I can't get over this okay. hat. <laughs> I mean, I just I'm having a hard time this hat. Right, yeah. I had like a Led Zeppelin right there, did and the whole way it just went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, but I just I, I'm just watching this hat go back and forth, this brim. It's just the silliest thing I've ever seen. And what is this 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 cat art? I didn't know you were such an so into Japanese anime. Uh, that's happening behind you. What is this that's I, happening? I can't. Above... I don't know. I can't see behind me. I don't know what's happening back there. What is? <laughs> what is it? Twelve fifteen, Sunday. Okay. Yeah, but right. yeah, okay. That the, the, that right there. What what is this I, playing right I, now? I don't see anything. I, your... I don't see anything. Okie dokie. <laughs> Never mind. Barry never fails. All right, another high five uh, coming at you uh, maybe next week. Uh, other than that, we'll talk to you soon. It's about podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.